We're back with another episode of the Ohio University Sports Administration podcast. This week's episode features an interview with Tom Simmons, a 2014 graduate of the Masters of Sports Administration program and currently the Assistant AD for Communications at the University of Miami. Tom is a unique case in that he wrapped up his MSA while also helming the communications team for Ohio Athletics. Prior to that, Tom had worked for the Horizon League, the Big East, the Detroit Lions, and the University of Rhode Island. But most importantly, Tom is a guy with a unique perspective on storytelling and the college athletics perspective, and just an all-around nice guy, and it was really great to have him on the podcast, so we know you're going to love hearing from him as much as we did. One caveat I will offer is that we did complete this interview before the start of this football season, so we don't get into the specifics of what has been a wild season for the Hurricanes, but if you get the chance to follow up with Tom, I know they've been doing some really cool stuff on and off the field that I'm sure he'd love to talk about. Uh, we are joined here with, sure. uh, by Tom Simmons, the Assistant Athletic Director for Communications at University of Miami. How are you doing today, Tom? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Of course. So uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about your position at University of Miami and a little bit about your career path and maybe how you've gotten to where you are today and what you've done to get there? Yeah, no, I'd be happy to. Uh, so, you know, right now uh, I serve as the Assistant Athletic Director for uh, athletics communications here at the University of Miami. And in that capacity, I also serve as the Hurricanes football um, communications director to where uh, I oversee all football communications here at the University of Miami, which is a big job. Um, on top of that, I, I oversee a staff of four full-time uh, assistants and four uh, interns. Um, you know, we all work together to basically get the, the best coverage possible for each of our hurricane athletic teams. We have 16 varsity sports here at the U and, um, we're in the 16th, the 16th, the 16th largest media market here in the United States. And, we're also in a pro, pro sports driven town. And, uh, so that, that gives us a, a real challenge to an extent. Um, when Miami football is rolling, uh, I gotta be honest, it, it's one of the biggest shows in town. Uh, we've won five national championships in football. Um, we play, we share the, uh, the sunlight stadium with the Miami dolphins. Um, and there, there is a very loyal, loyal following for Miami hurricanes football. But at the same time, when you're in a pro sports town, you know, you, you have some challenges, you know, you've got the challenges of, you've got other sports around you, you know, there's, there's, there's other pro sport teams in town and if they're winning, you know, you better win. And if, cause if you don't, you know, we live in sunny Florida here. So there's uh there's other options. There's other things to do other than just going to sports sporting events. And, uh, you know, when we host an event in South Florida, we, we try to make it uh, the best fan experience possible and you know coming along with that we got to let people know the opportunities that are out there for the fans and that's kind of where our communications office rolls in because in terms of 
marketing and promotion and ticket deals. Nobody knows about them if we don't promote them through our website, our social media, um, to reporters to try and get their, a blurb in, the, in their articles from time to time. Um, so it's a big job in terms of promotion, not just only of our, our, our 16 varsity sports, but also with the promotions that are going on within our athletic department to try and get people to come to games. Uh, on top of being a uh, communications director, there's a lot that's involved with that. It's not just sending out press releases, updating stats. You know, it's deciding who to put on, what player to put on what radio station, what media entity to grant access to. When you're at the University of Miami, you, you know, you've got a lot of people that want to speak to our quarterback, our head coach, especially now uh, with the uh, hiring of uh, Mark Rick that we did in uh, early December. You really have to be strategic and you really have to be selective about who you put on with who and when you put them on. And that's been the biggest challenge for me coming here because when I was at Ohio, you know, you'd take just about anything that you could get, PR, you know, you know, coverage-wise, whether it was in the newspaper, on radio. I mean, you'd do just about anything you could. But here at Miami, you know, you've got a lot of people that want to speak with a lot of players, a lot of coaches, and they want to speak with them a lot. And the thing is that we have to remember is these are players. These are not, these are, these are, it's not, excuse me, they're, they're student athletes. And we got to be mindful of their time, both in the, in the pract- on the practice field, in the training room, but also in the classroom. And uh, that, that's where it can get a little tricky, uh, especially when you've got 30 to 40 different media requests for one particular guy or two or three particular guys, and then you know 40 or 50 requests for the head coach because you've got to remember he's going to be doing recruiting, he's got to be preparing for games, he's got to be preparing for practice, and he's got to be managing 120 kids. So that's... Uh, Always a, a big challenge, um, but it, it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's very rewarding. Um, I, I, I think what sometimes gets lost in in this as well is that you're almost kind of a teacher to an extent. You have coaches are prepared to deal with the media, and that's something my staff and I work very, very hard on with our student athletes, with our staff, to make sure that they are well-prepared to address a member from the media when they speak to them because they are the ones that essentially are the front door for our athletic department. Our, our, our programs is when student athletes get in front of the media, they are the ones that represent the you got to make sure that they're looking a certain way that they, you know, are clean shaven, that they're not wearing any earrings, that they're wearing polo shirts, that they're prepared for the questioning line of questioning that comes and that's uh that's something that we also kind of work on we do media training here and, and we work very hard to try and prepare them for interviews so that they can best represent our brands which is you know very very well known across the country you know tom i think that that has a lot of unexpected elements that that people don't expect about being a uh, athletic director for communications, but being in that role at University of Miami and 
working so closely with the football team is uh, speaking from the students' perspective here, especially that's a that's a big time gig. So we wanted to ask you if you had to look back on your career, was there there one decision or project or something you worked on that propelled you on that path to be working in in such a high profile place like you are today? You know, uh, I'm really, really fortunate. I'm in a great position. I've got a great staff um, that all work very, very hard. They all care very, very, they all care a lot about the University of Miami. And it's it's something that this, you know, working at the University of Miami is something that, I, something that I've always wanted. I've always wanted to be around big-time football, uh, big-time college football. And I, I think that kind of, I think that kind of stemmed from my time as uh, as an undergraduate student when I when I attended Ohio State. I uh, I know that's kind of blasphemy down in Southeast Ohio, but it it, it is kind of the, the it, yeah it is it is kind of the truth of the matter. I, that's where I got my start. That's where I started uh, in athletics, and you know I always remember when I was working there. I, I just I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world uh, to have so much attention around things that you were doing. And when I was at Ohio State, my first year working in the athletic department there was in 2002 when Ohio State, you know, won the national championship and incidentally beat Miami, which was, uh, you know, it's crazy how things work out. I, I, I never thought that I'd be at a place like the University of Miami, especially when I was working as a student intern at, at Ohio State. But it it's really, it's. I've been extremely fortunate, and you know, don't don't get it twisted. Working at the University of Miami, that that's as big as it gets in terms of of college football, uh, especially when they're rolling. And uh, it, it's a day that goes by that I don't realize how fortunate I am every time I walk across that U coming into work. Um, but I think just you know something that really made me realize like, man, I'd, I'd love to get involved with big time college football. And I'm, I'm really, really lucky to be where I'm at. And I, I think it, it was just the, about the game and everybody on the, on television was talking about the, about the particular game when, when I was a student at, at, at Ohio state, cause there was just so much attention around every My first year here at the university of Miami uh, we had kind of gotten on a good North Carolina team. Uh, we had beaten two weeks before uh, a pretty good Virginia Tech team on the road on a Thursday night football, which if you know anything is as big time and as electric as it, as it gets. I, I mean, that was from a college football standpoint, was in Blacksburg on a Thursday night. Well, we had a big game against Florida State in, at Sunlight Stadium, 8 p.m. on uh, ESPN. I mean, I think that was kind of the moment where I just realized, like, wow, this this is it. Like this. I mean, there were a lot of people watching. I mean, I think I think there was over four million people watching that game. I, I got the ratings, uh, the overnight ratings, the the following uh, week, and I I, w- I just was utterly blown away with how many people watched that game. I mean, it, it was just it was just insane. And, you know, it, it just, it, it was such a big time football game. I mean, Florida state had won, gosh, I don't know. I don't know. 28 straight. 
and they were coming into our place and we had a really good team and we had a good team that year. We didn't finish out the year, you know, as well as we wanted to, but we had a, we had a solid team that year and actually we were actually favored to win that game. So the, the amount of hype behind that game was just as big as, of anything I've ever been a part of in terms of me running the show from a communication standpoint, we had over 300 credentialed media. I mean, Kirk Herbstreit was in the press box. We had uh, Chris Fowler doing the game. And, you know, we had, um, we had ESPN radio there. I mean, there, I mean, it was, every seat was filled. We had over 70,000 fans there. I mean, it was absolutely electric. And I, I think, you know, that was kind of a moment there where I realized, like, you know what, this this is what I want to be doing. This, this is this is fun. This is great. And you know, it, it's it's been like that just about every single week here at, at Miami. There's always something going on, and there's always somebody talking about us. And I, I think that's what makes working in sports so fun. You know, you like working in sports because it it allows you to kind of what you're doing, you know, it gives you a lot, uh, it gives you a real sense of accomplishment when you do something. And I really kind of felt like I was a part of something with that rivalry. Um, that primetime game on ABC, like Herb Street and Fowler were so cool. And it was another, you know, nail biting finish. And we, we just came up a little short. And well, Tom, I can only imagine what it's like to be up close and personal at that rivalry. This so historic for college football for so many reasons but uh hearing about kirk and chris it calls to mind if they recognize you from your own personal star turn after you became a little bit of a social media phenomenon after your big punt catch at miami football practice <laughs> yeah you know it's, uh, that's just gonna kind of come a, a big screw where you're in a big media market, and there's lots of people that you know that you, you're just having some fun with the players and the team, and it's it's kind of crazy how some little punt catching uh, experiment. Yeah, and the <laughs> dance that went along with it, right? The- I'll tell you about that whole deal there. Um, the the thing was they were it, it, it was the offense or the defense. Whoever made more catches, the um, they were tied, I believe, and. You know, as a tiebreaker, they make a athletic move, which you know generally is uh, it doesn't own for being the most athletic type. But you know what? I went in there. I went in there with like the mindset, like you know, what? I was lucky because the, our, our equipment guy he shot the ball off the jug parade and uh, somehow caught it. So <laughs> I think I was more excited. So it was amazing how that how that took off. I. I I didn't even know anybody was filming. Oh man, well I gotta see this. And then uh, some guys in my office saw, it and they're like, Who "Cares about you know SID catching a punt?" But uh, I, I about the SID catching a punt because you are the first result if you if you Google that now. So I hope you <laughs> the first highest video uh, in terms of uh, views. Mark you know, early like, Tom. If you go to our YouTube page, like I'm like the fourth guy on there still. Oddly enough, to try and knock that sucker down because uh, we don't need my ugly mug up there. That's for sure. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. It's 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 puzzling to say the least. Well, Tom, we definitely had a lot of fun following your rise to social media stardom. 
But changing gears, we wanted to ask you a little bit about what drew you to the Ohio MSA program. You know, you're a guy who had an impressive resume, had worked at, you know, sports organizations of every size in college and professional. And what made you decide that coming to Ohio University was going to help further your career in the sports industry? First of all, I uh, appreciate the uh, the compliment there. I don't know how impressive the uh, background is, but I, I I do appreciate it all the same. Um, you know what? Like I said, I, I I've been very fortunate to work in different areas and and for different people who are all you know all really good people who have really really helped my my career and. You know, I, I think that's the, the biggest thing that I kind of hope comes from this is that when you're going through your career path, um, when you're looking for jobs, you know, it, it's important to remember that when you're going to interview with people, that you're also interviewing them. You know, you're also going to interview the people who are going to be your boss. And that's where you kind of have to feel that person out. Is this somebody that cares about my future, that cares about helping me, seeing me develop as a person, as an employee, as a professional? And that's something that you kind of have to keep an eye on when you're doing your, uh, when you're going through your interview process, because a lot of you guys are going to be going through that right now. And, you know, that's important. I know everybody wants a job. They want to get something. They have to get something. Oh my God, if we don't get a job immediately after grad school, I'm a failure. No, that's not the case. You need to be selective on what job you take because there's, there's some people that, you know, are great to work for. And I, I've been extremely fortunate to work with people who are a lot of those guys that I, a lot of those people that I worked for, you know, oddly enough, the uh, one of the one of the guys who was one of my bosses uh, in my first job, Ohio University alum, and um, you know, and you know, I heard it from him, and then I I'd hear it from a bunch of other people. I'd hear it that I remember when I was working for him, he had been doing he had been working in athletics communications for a long time, and. You know, he he always said to me, like, man, you know, I really wish I kind of gone to get my master's. And with me realizing that, you know, maybe this is a good thing for me to go do. Um, when I when I was looking for full time jobs, I was trying to be kind of so like it was important to me that I found a job that one dealt with worked with football and, and two had a sports administration master's program. And where I was at the time, I was at the University of Rhode Island. They they did not have a uh, sports administration program there at URI. Um, so I was kind of looking around for positions that, that did, or for, for schools that had positions working with football and did offer a sports administration program. And when I'll tell you, when Ohio University came up, boy, I'll tell you, I, I could not have been more fortunate then when that position opened up, not only that, but I was from Ohio. So I, I really, really wanted the job. And I was really, really lucky that Dan Hauser, who's now the uh, athletic director at uh, High Point, 
uh, took a flyer on me and, uh, you know, uh, brought me in to run the communications office at Ohio, even though I had never been a communications director before. Um, you know, I, I was really, really fortunate. And uh, it, it worked out so great because not only was I working with football, but I was working with FBS football and um, working at Ohio and working for a, a high-profile coach in, in Frank Solich who had had success at the highest levels and, you know, had just been, uh, you know, winning a lot at Ohio. And it, it, it was really the, the best of both worlds. You know, I got FBS football experience, plus I got an opportunity to attend the sports administration school. I mean, make no mistake about it. That's what Ohio University is. It is the spot where people, it is where people need to look first and foremost when looking to go to graduate school. And thankfully, I not only had a great boss in Dan Hauser who was, you know, understanding that I wanted to go to grad school, but, you know, I also was fortunate that Tim Kaler was so you know, accommodating of me working as a full-time employee at, at, at Ohio and letting me go in the, um, in the sports admin program, uh, kind of almost in a part-time role, uh, over a two year period. So I was really, really fortunate, um, on, on those two fronts. And, uh, I'll tell you that it, it's unbelievable the amount of connections that come from that school and it's unbelievable. And you, you guys have probably heard this at nauseum now for two years, but it's true, man. I mean, it is absolutely true. If you have some sort of connection to that, to Ohio university and that grad school program, it, it really, really does. I mean, it, it really does go a long way. And, you know, it, there's always that immediate connection there, you know, and the people that you've met and the places you've been and the things that you've dealt with and the experiences that you've had, it really is a family. And I didn't really know how much of a family it was until I got started. But once I got started and once I finished, I, I knew real clear as to how important that program is to a lot of people. And it's important to me too. I mean, Ohio university is a big part of my life and it's a big part of, uh, my wife's, uh, life. You know, we, um, she went to school there as well to get her teaching certificate. And, um, it, it really is a family and, and people don't forget that. And that's what I think is so unique about the program. And not only that, but the alumni that come from it, it is is unbelievable. It's unbelievable, and they're unbelievably successful across the board. And there's a legacy to uphold uh, when when going through that program. And you know, people who have come through that program know that, and I think that's part of the reason why they do work really, really hard to make that Ohio University program, you know, relevant for years to come. And it will always be that way. And I, I think that's what's what's really, really unique, uh, unique and, and neat about it. 
Tom, you alluded to it a little bit. Uh, talk a little bit about what your experience was like as a student at, and working in the athletic department. That's kind of a unique challenge that not many people who are in the on-campus program face. Can you talk about maybe some of the remedies you had for balancing work and home and school and, and kind of juggling all things? I mean, I know SIDs seem to have the most time, uh, free time available to anybody else, right? So. Because how did you how did you yeah. balance the, uh, the the few free hours that you might have had a day uh, that you probably should have been sleeping at? Well, how did you how did you balance all that? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it was tough, but I mean, it, it it was something that was really important to me. I mean, I, I it was really important to me that I got my master's. Like I, I having worked in athletics for you know almost ten years once I started. Uh, uh, grad school at Ohio, I realized how important that higher level degree was. I mean, I, I don't know where my career is going to take me, but I know that if you don't have a master's, I mean, that can, that can limit you a little bit uh, in, in athletics. So I knew the importance of it. So it it became a priority. And, um, you know, if, I had a recap to do one night for our baseball team or our, you know, wrestling team, but I had a paper to do as well. Like, you know, you just got to get it done. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it is. Like people got to understand that if you want something, you're going to have to really work for it. And believe me, it was, it was tough having to balance those two things. Um, I remember, uh, we were doing our, um, revenue generation project, me and Anna Jensen. And it was like the craziest time for somebody who works in athletics because it was during the dreaded overlap period in November where you've got football going on and basketball going on. Well, our basketball SID had just taken another job at the University of Utah and our football team was you know, at the time, you know, they were, I mean, at the time, I believe they were 20th in the country in football. I mean, they were really, really doing well. And, you know, the thing was like, you had to, I had to not only do two sports, but I also had to go and get a hiring search done and also had to finish a, uh, a grad school a major grad grad school project. So, but it, it really, I mean, people say it all the time. I mean, it's all about time management and, and it is. Um, but I think the most, the biggest thing that you got to understand too, is it's all about delegation as well. Like delegating your time, delegating responsibility is, is a big thing to, overseeing an, an office. And that was something that I kind of struggled with when I first got to Ohio. I, I still kind of struggle with a little bit now because you never want to be labeled as that guy who thinks that he's too good to do something. It has nothing to do with that. It's just, there's just not enough hours in the day and you've got to be able to trust your staff and you've got to be able to able to teach your craft to other people so that you can focus in on other things. And, um, that's kind of been an ongoing battle with me that, you know, I, I know that I'm, I'm still working on, but it's essential. And I, I don't think I'm the only person that has, you know, you know, it, it's, it's kind of the, 
you don't want to give up things that you've always done, but sometimes you have to in order to get more things done that you need to get done. Well, Tom, you seem to have uh, triumphed through all that because that project survived <laughs> in the Jim Kaler files of notable RevGen projects. And, and there we go. Well, and, Anna did all the work. So, you know, we, if it we went bad, it. Then, it was, then it was my fault. <laughs> well, any well then, uh, congratulations to Anna as well because it's 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 living on um, in a positive way. So, Tom, we'll close yeah. with something that we've been asking asking everyone that's come on to talk to us, and we want you to try to describe your OU experience in a single word. What would that word be? Boy, that's tough. It's supposed to be. You know what? Uh, I, you know, you know what? I, I, I think if uh, if I was gonna if I was gonna sum up my my OU experience in in one word, I, I would say without question uh, that word is rewarding. I mean, it was just there were there were so many there were just so many rewarding experiences that I had working at Ohio. I mean, we we played in the MAC championship in football. We played in we got to the Sweet 16 in uh, men's basketball my first year. I was able to get my, my master's degree. I, I met a lot of great people, uh, both as classmates and, and professors and, and athletic administrators and coaches. And, you know, that, I think, really kind of sums up my, my whole experience there. It was that it was just a, it was a rewarding experience to not only just working with those people, but also working with the student athletes, you know, seeing them grow and develop as, as people. Um, you know, I, I, a neat kind of experience that happened this past year when I was at, uh, when I was at, um, at the orange bowl this year and for the college football, uh, semifinal, it was Clemson and, uh, Clemson and Oklahoma and, uh, um, Tyler Tettleton, who was just, you know, a great quarterback, rewrote all the records when I was there. Uh, he's actually a graduate assistant under Bob Stoops at Oklahoma. And it was, it was so cool to, you know, see him before the game and just kind of chat with him. And, um, you know, I, I just, I just remember, I remember speaking, I actually had a chance to, to speak to Coach Stoops at, at this banquet before, um, before the game and he told me I, I told him that hey you know I, I know Tyler you know he was the quarterback and I was his SID at Ohio he he's a great kid and I, I really I'm, I really enjoyed working with him I'm, it looks like he's doing well I, I'm, I'm glad he's on your staff and what I thought was so cool was you know you know coach Stoops told me yeah well we love Tyler we love having him there and we love having him here at Ohio at, at Oklahoma and you know, I just kind of thought to myself for a second uh, after finishing speaking with him uh, at the at the Orange Bowl before the game. I, I I really thought to myself, like, my goodness, man, that guy could end up being a a head football coach someday. And I used to <laughs> sit by his locker and take him to media uh, sessions after uh, after games when I was at Ohio. And it's stuff that that stuff like that that kind of. You know those interactions and and seeing people grow and develop into people as coaches as 
uh, uh, that's the thing that I think has been just, you know, it it makes you feel, it gives you that rewarding type of feel. And I I think that's why I'd I'd go with that statement. Tom, that's what it's all about for so many of us in, in this industry. So we'll say it was a rewarding experience having you here on the podcast and, uh, thank you for oh, this thanks, time. Guys. Appreciate it. And uh, keep 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 kicking butt down at the U. You're you're doing great, and we're all rooting for you here now. Uh, we pre- I appreciate it, man. Uh, and I thank you guys so much for having me on your podcast. And uh, you know, uh, I'm I look forward to seeing you guys here at Symposium this spring. All right, thank you, Tom. All the best. Thanks, Tom. All right, man. Take care, guys. You as well. Once again, that was Tom Simmons, the assistant AD for communications at the University of Miami and a 2014 graduate of the MSA program at Ohio. Please join us again next week. We'll be back with another episode of the Ohio University Sports Administration podcast. This time, interview with Mike Hargrave, talking a little motorsports. Thank you.